still so weird. Oh, okay, yeah. Street taco. Yeah. You I just do California Uber Alice all in that voice. We went down rivers, we crossed the plains, over the mountains, we formed streams. has a bunch of new weird fucking uh, uh, flavors. Yeah, I had some white cheddar ones the other day. They weren't bad. This one's all their spicy ones are kind of cool, but this one's called street taco, like you'd find it in the street. I yep. guess you need street to walker take a taco. bite, just eat one of those next to oh fucking hell. <laughs> oh, it's like raccoon. So trap. it begins. Ah, damn it! That's cheap handcuffs there. Mm-hmm. Oh, <laughs> oh! I probably don't want more than one. No. <laughs> Huh. Bitch can't eat more than one. It just tastes like B.O. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say it's musty, like a sock. Yeah, it just straight up tastes like B.O. <laughs> if it, it, The B.O. eventually goes away, and then it's like, oh, this is just a taco-flavored well, chip. But yeah, like, well, yeah. It just turns yeah. into potato mush. Yeah, on the front end, it's just like, why would you yeah. do this? Oh, it, it's, and it hits you right away. Yeah. It's some, like, wow, must. Someone made this and was like, yeah, fuck yeah, we did it, guys. We did it. You ever try those uh, pizza-flavored a... chips back in the... I forgot oh, yeah. what they're called. Oh, uh, the wait, which like, ones? There's they're like super flavors. salty. They were just—I think they were just called like pizzerias because they were—they were shaped like a yeah, Dorito. It I rhymes, remember exactly rhymes what with diarrhea. So. In fact, I was looking them up because uh, I was looking at t- terrible chips for the food, upcoming food podcast because <laughs> I'm doing all my cheese curls. Stop eating them with. A, I haven't had one in a day, so I'm well, one. I'm just saying he's making faces like a cat that just got sprayed with a spray bottle. But I do like the uh, contains a bioengineered food ingredient. So we know where the we're B- not going to tell you which one. Well, it's a uh, it's steroid sweat from you know these were they take gym towel oh, gym towels hell. and yeah it's not good. Uh, what was the other? Oh yeah, the nothing half full about this can, which we thought was kind of a weird flex. That's full of shit. Yeah, actually an artificial. But I like the. This reminds me of like the canister looks like the shit that my grandma used to like dump on slugs. In the garden, oh yeah. It was kind of- oh yeah, it looks like the shit I used to have to. My parents made me get up on the roof and like put this like moss be gone yeah. shit on the roof. Yeah, except for there's a picture of a, a lime. I'm assuming it's some onions or shards of broken glass. I'm not sure either one. <laughs> it's street. That's the street part of the taco, and then cilantro, which everybody knows that's the most important part of the taco. Yeah, it's, I mean, I don't see chopped up socks anywhere on there. No, on <laughs> there. Yeah, hypodermic needles. I don't know how to feel about it because. Even a bad Pringle is not that bad, but that's a pretty bad Pringle. It's it's like like I've had almost every flavor of Pringle on the planet, and I could go through an entire tube like in minutes. Yeah. But that I'm like I had two of them, and I was like, God damn, little little musky. This is fucked up. Well, like he was talking about with those pizzeria pretzels or not pretzels, the uh, the pizza chips. I remember them because they pretty much make a chip and make it taste like the sauce that uh, SpaghettiOs comes in, Ugh. only with a bunch of salt. Yeah, they were not they were like sickly sweet. Oh, it's which like is salt. not what you're looking for. Yeah. MC salty ketchup. Yeah. yeah, and I think they're the most saltiest around. That's probably well, why that's, I ate them. That's why I love those um, those Dakota style industrial strength cheesy poofs because they were like so fucking salt concentrated. Like they would literally melt on your tongue like cotton candy, mm. and it was just pure salt. Fuck, I miss those. And they came in a giant bag. I, I, I mean, the 80 million bags of them I ate over the time they made them probably shortened my lifespan. By, <laughs> Several decades, but I think it was most worth things it. you do to yourself probably shorten your life. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty good at that. <laughs> I uh, I wonder if you could spin salt like you can sugar. I don't think in so. A, in a fucking cotton. cotton candy machine. Yeah, cotton salt. No, maybe not salt, pure salt, but you could maybe do it with, like chopped spam type product. You know, you could spin. Some oh yeah, po- sure. Some pork fluff. <laughs> well, there's uh, all sorts of you know at the the bottom of Death Valley. There's the Devil's Golf Course. And that's a lot of the oh, yeah, we talked about that. weird salt crystals and stuff oh, okay. that, that form into little kind of clumps and balls. Remember and, the Devil's Golf Course? I know the Devil's Post Pile. Mm-hmm. There's, yeah. there's the, the Devil's Post Pile? Yeah, just it's a bunch of rock columns. It looks like a bunch of 
Fansports have to yeah. be scattered. I think okay. those are in the Sierras, not not too far away. But. Of course, the Devil's Whorehouse, hmm. which is... The Bangalores have the the Devil's Glory Hole, so that's a, that's there a good one, too. Yeah. It all sounds like uh, innuendos for your taint. It pretty much is. Your deviled ham. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Shut your street taco. Uh, <laughs> pr- prison wallet. Uh, <laughs> <coughs> well, it's that time of year again, folks. Uh, welcome back to How the West Was Fucked. How the West was fucked. Spooky. Are, oh, we, do- oh, are we doing the spook spook and dyke episode? I guess. Uh, I thought you were going to... Uh, no- nothing more horrifying than finding out that uh, little houses fascist propaganda. <laughs> I could have told you that. Yeah. No, I thought you were going to spring a trucker fuckbook on me. I was oh. like, that's my move. Dude. No, that's, that's, that's for the, the, the season of Amore. This is the season of Amore eels. Oh, hell Bleak, no, Amore. Bleak, bleakness, terror, and spookiness, and pumpkins, Spook and, and, like. and razor blade apples, and yeah. satanic panics, and all that shit. I didn't even make a bad joke about the ladies' softball team. What? Nothing. Oh. I'll cut that out. <laughs> like hell you will. <laughs> wow, this has back to the Pringles. It's dried potatoes, that's a that's a good start. But then vegetable oil, corn, cottonseed, high oilic soybean, and sunflower oil. Why does it need that many oils? <laughs> so many- yeah, yeah. Nothing half full about this tube. It's, it's, also, yeah. we have all the oils. <laughs> yeah. Brought to you by Amico. <laughs> oh yeah. shit. Fucking uh, royal purple fucking 10 <laughs> It'd have more whale oil in it if it was a gas product. Well, that's the next. I was going to ask Tony, since he's had almost all the Pringles, do they make like a shrimp chip or crab no, Pringle? They sure that's don't. Not yet. Like I said, they're coming out with a bunch of weird shit now. They, the uh, So far, like my favorite of the new ones are the... Uh, it's the uh, scorching cheddar. Well, I had those the other day. Those I brought some to D&D. Rad, They're pretty good. I like those. Yeah. Yep, those are good. These are not, though. The, the, no, the no. Street, the street taco, taco can... needs to remain on the street. <laughs> Leave it outside. Ugh. I'm still going to end up eating half of them throughout the podcast, probably, though, because of course. that's the way and I That's am. why I brought them. <laughs> I had to get rid of them somehow. We'll feed them with the well, human seagull. The key is you got to <laughs> you gotta stop eating them long enough for the next one to be a, a fresh assault on your <laughs> right, exactly. palate. I do feel as though if, if you mainline these for, like, you know, a couple minutes straight, the 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 bo quality would probably like die down. You just wouldn't notice it. Yeah, you become numb to it. It's like anything else, you know. Yeah, it's like it's like like hot, like spicy Ooh, shit. It's like the highwayman expose yourself to enough rattlesnake venom so you can just get bitten <laughs> and use it for sympathy points. Exactly. And, and fool cops. <laughs> I can't remember why he was fooling the cops by getting bit by a rattlesnake. It's fun. It's fun to fool cops. I mean, there's a lot easier ways than getting bit by a rattlesnake that you keep it, <laughs> that you keep in the toolbox of your truck. Ha ha! Pranked you. It was kind of one of those things where he like pulled it out of a. He had like a special compartment on his truck, and he goes like and he eats it onto the ground, and then just gets it to bite him, so he could get mm-hmm. strapped to a gurney. Yeah, I can't remember what for. Mm-hmm. I need to refine a way to watch that show again. I miss. Uh, <laughs> I think that team up with BJ and the Bearer. No, he teams up with Jacko. We've talked about that oh, before. Yeah, it's Jacko, than, the, the fucking Aussie guy. Yep. Yeah, he has a jet. There is a world. Just beyond now, where reality rides a razor-thin seam between fact and possibility. Where the laws of the present collide with the crimes of tomorrow. Patrolling these vast outlands is a new breed of lawman. Guarding the fringes of society's frontiers, they are known simply as highwaymen. And this is their story. Uh, so Halloween, I don't know. Uh, we... Oh, yeah, and, and I dressed up, too, as Zardoz. Zardoz! Okay, I'm glad you actually didn't, because <laughs> yeah, no I wouldn't shit. be Theater of here. the mind, idiot! <laughs> Theater of the mind, here's me leaving. <laughs> anyway. Right. So, yeah, we actually, for, I think for once we actually get this released about actually in time for Halloween. Hey, all right. Than, rather than slightly after it or whatever. You Fuck you. Do. Last time we... We, well, we were pretty good last time, too. No, we dropped one on Monday, and then we dropped the Halloween one on fucking the same day, I think. I don't we know. D- we did two episodes in one day. Oh, Last yeah. Halloween. I was... That was when fucking uh, uh, Oily was here. Oh, that's right. Yeah, that's right. Forgot about that. Uh, La Lorna. Fuck, She's yep. fuck you, you Miles City. Fuck you, Miles City. I'm still like... 
Battle or Battle of the Banshees, uh, Badlands Banshee and Skeleton Friend. Better <laughs> yeah, than Skeleton, Skeleton Friend. Friend. You got to have that musical accompaniment. You can't just. <laughs> so I don't know. What do you, what do you, what do you know about, about Halloween? <laughs> yeah, ty- typically these fuckers will ask me a question about history, and I'll be like, nuh, 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 or I will John Astor my way through that shit. But um, during uh, Howdy Ween, it is vignette season. Yep, and mm. I, I don't know, Will sent me a list of. Topics, I don't remember exactly which all of them he did. I probably sent you twice as many and only used half. And I so. probably researched the ones that you aren't going to do, so <laughs> <laughs> this should be good. So, Haunted Voice, NPR Haunted Voice. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Kick it off with your comic stands and your NPR haunting voice. Pretty much aren't, aren't all the, like, especially the female, like, NPR, like, like newscasters, they all kind of sound haunted anyway. <laughs> All their yeah, names like little, are haunted. Little, little, little they sound like Gozer and yeah, yeah, whatever. Yeah, and then they're they always sound like they're slowly drifting towards the sweet release of death while telling you about you know a local book fair. Or yeah, something. splendid table, man. That's where it's yeah. at. What makes it so splendid? Mm. Splinters in there. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we'll start with the haunted Pike Place Market. Ooh, oh shit! It's right down home. the road. We can't do one close, man. Yeah. That'd be too no. scary. Please, please tell me it's just like the ghost of Henry Esler. <laughs> stealing money out of the tills or something. Yep. Uh, it was builded in 1907. Uh, so basically there was rumors that there all the other markets in town were price fixing. And so you, they have a public market. All you fucking assholes, you're all guilty of it when you come visit Seattle. You always call it Pike's Place Market. It is Pike Place Market, not Pike's. Not Pike's Place. Yep. It's Pike Place Market. And that's where you get a fish thrown at your head and you do. the monkfish tries to eat you. Yeah, they got a they got a dead monkfish and they tie a rope on the tail and when you look at it too close they make it move or yell at you. Yep. That's always fun. Mm-hmm. Then you got that lovely gum wall where you can actually feel the humidity of other people's mouths emanating off the nasty (laughs) chewed gum. But it was so popular that a crowd swarmed and brought every bought everything the farmers had within minutes when it first opened the first day. Crowd never left. Pretty good deal. Like a swarm of locusts. The thing is, in those days, like farming out here, fuck. What would you farm? Because there's it's all trees back then. Nothing. It's a rutabaga uh, based economy. I thought it was just yeah blackberries and that's about it, right? Probably, yeah. Uh, Frank Goodwin uh, owned the property and soon put up buildings after they figured that was a hit. An arcade opened... uh, Wait, you said it was built in 1907? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. But they didn't build anything? No, they just put up a few tents. Shantytown. Shantytown. Sick. Who run Bonnetown? Yesla. Yesla run Bonnetown. Just within a couple of months, they have a couple of arcades, you know, a couple of buildings, and then they open that up. 1911, they hire the first market master. Which is now Dannerkey, I think, isn't he? Oh, yeah, I, mean, I think you're right, actually. <laughs> but I'm just now imagining Danarchy in like some kind of robe with a fucking like staff, like a. It's about right. Well, he's got his jeep now, so he's like, yeah. it's more like the game wardens at Jurassic Park. He yeah. Just <laughs> <laughs> um, he ran the lotto to see who, who got which stalls. You know, because nah. you'd have to kind of randomize it. That to seems get the, kind of fair, to, yeah. except for I'm sure it was fixed in some fucking way. Mm-hmm. But more and more buildings were added over the years. Ran through the Great Depression and did well because they had cheap food. Uh, Not so cheap anymore. But by after WW2, it began to decline because they have modern grocery stores and everybody's moving to the burbs. Bastards. Yep. Uh, By the 60s, it was going to be demolished and people raised money to save it and put the money in the pig or put put other things in the pig. There's a giant pig out front. Giant brass pig. Fucking huge. Well, that's the thing is there's There's a a bunch of of them. Yeah. Yeah. So Seattle came together November 2nd, 1971 to improve to save the site. But it's haunted. Sure. By who? Rats. The rats and fucking uh, uh, like Kurt heroin addicts. Co- I was going to say Kurt Cobain. <laughs> By Chief Seattle's daughter, oh, Princess uh, Angeline. Princess Angeline, who got ejected from town. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, really? Well, uh, they, they let they her kick, They kicked stay. out all the natives after. Oh, okay. You know, pretty much as soon as like, they helped them like, get Seattle up and running, they're like, oh, now we're just not going right. to let you in, in town no more. Yeah, yep. pull, pull up the ladder. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, the only place they were allowed to camp was By the, the Ballast trains. Island, right where the ferry comes in now. Yeah. Basically, it was, the ships would just dump whatever rocks they had from, from their ballast and made an island, and they were allowed to camp oh. there on a bunch what of rocks. It's pretty pretty generous of the, mm-hmm. the white Seattleites. But we gave you, know, you this pile great. of rocks. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but, uh, Angeline did stay in the city. Uh, she lived in a little house on Western Avenue between Pike and Pine Street. There we Where go. Where would that be? Like, literally, uh, 
I mean, I could point at it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, she was well-known around town by the time uh, she was bent and old. Right. Yeah, there's some pictures of her. Yep. Uh, she had a red hanky on her head. Uh, she was a blood and not a crisp. I was going to say, blood, yo. <laughs> <laughs> she wore a shawl, basically old lady shit, and had a cane. And, and um, Did it have a sword in it? Yep. Yeah. Really leaning into that old lady act. <laughs> wow, you're really into the old lady act. <laughs> I'm fucking 78 years old, you bastard. Uh, she, was, she was such a hot old lady that Edward Curtis would take glamour shots of her. Who is Edward Curtis? He's one of the famous, like, you know, outside type photographers, or just Seattle phot- photographers like of the late Adams 1800s. Yeah. Skid Row. Yep. But she's got that classic old lady look if you want to look up a picture of them, because she, yeah. she looks like a ventriloquist all by by the end of it. Yeah, she's, uh, well, I think the correct term is wizened. She's very wizened in her appearance. But she dies uh, May 31st, 1896, and Seattle residents gave her a grand funeral uh, at the Church of Our Lady of the Worthless Miracle. <laughs> no, I stole that from Naked Gun. Uh, lady of Good Help, which is not much better. That's yeah, it's pretty generic. Mm-hmm. Is there uh, a lady of bad help or mediocre help? Or <laughs> yeah, I think yeah. they should workshop that a little yeah. bit, a little, little bit longer. Lady of no help whatsoever. Mm-hmm. Lady of ill repute. And the casket was shaped like a canoe, not a race car like my bed is. Oh, there. Yeah. And she was buried in Lakeview and next to Bruce Lee. Okay. So she's kung fu fighting for the eternity. Although, isn't the canoe in the late 1800s just the race car of its day? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Especially, Especially for Chief Seattle's. Mm-hmm. He's yeah. like. Tis I, Chief Seattle, get the yeah, fuck out right. of the way. Yeah, that's right. Uh, but you still can't get her to move because now she haunts the market. Why is she at the market? Because yeah. that's where they built the built over her house. That's where her house oh, is right I, there. I, I see. Yeah, oh, okay. I missed that. Oh, that, it was that's why I said Western sure. Avenue. Yeah, you were yeah. busy. You were too busy pointing at it. Yeah. yeah. Well, I was trying to desperately think of what's down there. Missing the completely obvious (laughs) thing we're talking about. (laughs) Actually, wouldn't it technically probably be like where the Planet, or not Planet Hollywood, where the uh, Hard Rock Cafe is? Uh, That's what she should be haunting, because they all deserve to be haunted. Oh, that'd be rad. Uh, Fact, uh, it's all owned by the Seminole Tribe. All the Hard Rocks. Really? Yeah. All the Hard Rock Cafes are owned by the Seminole Tribe? There's no Seminoles up here. They need to sell that shit to the Duwamish. (laughs) Maybe they could. <laughs> what the Hopefully fuck? they share. <laughs> anyway. Well, I mean, why not? I mean, I mean, yeah, I, that's awesome. Just, you know, uh, taking but, money from the dumbest white people in the fucking yeah. country. But the market was built 10 years after she died. So in that interim, she just probably haunted the bus stop. That was right there. Uh, but the market she still is seen in, and she looks like a real person, and then poof, disappears. I'm, I'm just finding this dubious no it's it's real also as ghosts go i'm not particularly scared of a five foot four <laughs> old lady. like yoda looking elder well person. until she turns around and then turns into a monster well, that would be cool yeah and then you go screaming out of the library uh or it's like i'm imagining like a like a large marge scenario large marge sent me except she doesn't have a truck you're just walking around and then this old lady walks up next to you like it was a night just like tonight. Uh, she moves slowly and her feet barely touch the ground. I think you're just describing an old lady. Uh, some, I guess the, the hovering part's weird. <laughs> Sometimes she glows white, then changes color to lavender. That's when you know it's safe That's to walk. Spooky. Yeah, right. <laughs> doot, doot. Hey, Alexa. Doot, doot. <laughs> uh, sometimes she is seen with a young Indian boy. Okay. Is it her grandson? I don't know. Or maybe it was the... Arranged marriage? Yeah. Um, the 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 little person uh, Chief Seattle's oh, grand, yeah, grandson oh, yeah. that got thrown into the, yeah. the oh, fire I about grandson for forgot about that mm-hmm. person wait wait wasn't that was that Chief Seattle's like grandson or something mm-hmm. so would that be her son well he had plenty of daughters oh okay this is just Chief Seattle's oldest daughter I guess Chief Seattle be fucking yo mm-hmm. do you think do you think he announced himself every time he came <laughs> his eyes <laughs> Chief Seattle get the fuck out of the way <laughs> here's a towel <laughs> Uh, native shaman even tried to exercise her at one point, though. It seems counter. You, know, like, you should one be, and or, two or, and three or and four and lift and lift. Well, the thing and is, lift should be wanting her to haunt Whitey, wouldn't you? Yeah, yeah. I would think so. Do you imagine doing an exorcism to the song Body Shop? Body, Body Shop. <laughs> well, they tried an exorcism in Ninja Three: The Domination. So. Right, that's true. Yeah, <laughs> With, uh, uh, David Lopan did it. Fuck, what was I? I was watching some garbage the other day, and. Uh, Found a 
I can't even remember, but I just all I know is I was like, oh, who's this actor? He looks like familiar. And turns out he was from Ninja Three: The Domination. Sick. Oh yeah. I can't remember what other. Movie oh, was it Koshegi? Uh, the the fucking the guy with the he's got like a a coin over his eye with a hole in it. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't remember. Because uh, uh, I can't remember what I was watching. Because right after that, I watched like a Robert Zadar movie where he's wearing chainmail. It's modern day. But it's like all like hand-to-hand combat in the desert. But there's like just people camping and having picnics. Well, meanwhile, Robert Zadar is wearing chainmail and killing guys with axes and shit. Oh my god! Imagine how off-putting it would be if Robert Zadar fucking just like showed up at your campsite and starts like That's fucking people up. Literally, what he does. Like, whole, <laughs> no, like I'm no seriously movies. like these people like in a treeless gully with a couple lawn chairs and a folding table and like a red igloo cooler are just setting up their baloney sandwiches and shit and he just comes and murks them. <laughs> I'm going to kill you with my chin. I think, it's, yeah. I think it's called, that one's Dragon Fight, I think. Yeah. Sure it wasn't a Sega game that you watched? It's, well, it's, yeah, it, it seems like it's like kind of trying to be something like that. Okay. Because it's, it's uh, if I had to place it, I'd say it's early 90s, but there's like the corporations make people fight. It's almost like a running man premise, but it makes less sense. And it's just like a couple chosen corporate badasses fight each other to the death in the desert. And I think it's like supposedly televised or something. They get ratings, but you never really see much of that. But they're just kind of in general, they're on the, they make a point of, they're on the Navajo reservation and there's just civilians walking around and they just murk up. Like there's a, at some point, like they're, there's like park rangers out there, mm-hmm. and the your protagonists are like looking for help, but all of a sudden a corporate helicopter shows up and just murks all the fucking park rangers from the air. <laughs> They're just like hanging out by this ranger shanty, and they just mow them down with a machine gun. And then uh, Robert Zar, Zadar has like a, a nice truck stop axe that he's able to throw at people and shit. Oh, and he keeps on getting resurrected by a, a witch lady. Hell yeah. So, yeah. And the protagonist uh, battle outfit is pretty much Canadian tuxedo. With some leather shit on it. Sounds like anyway. he just took a lot of drugs. Yeah. And matched all this. <laughs> Ooh, he's I don't... in a movie called Pocket Ninjas. Ooh. Uh, that sounds I heard like a of pocket s- pool. That sounds like a sex toy, yeah. All right. Future War, Stormy Nights, Shotgun Boulevard. He's in everything that rules. Tango and Cash. Oh, Frankenblade. I I feel like like most of these movies he's in are, uh, uh, who's that, uh, Donald G. Jackson movies? The guy that did uh, Hell Comes to Frogtown? Oh, yeah. Fatal Pursuit, American Chinatown, Red Line, Enter the Blood Ring, profess- <laughs> Professional Affair, mm. Naturally Bad, Queen of Lost Island. I'm telling you, dude, every one of these movies sounds like a fucking banger. Cyber Kids with a Z at the end. Yes. <laughs> uh, the Mosaic Project, Double bl- Double Blast, Marching Out of Time. <laughs> oh, damn. I need to, like, The Summoned. Get Shadow of the Dragon. No. No? No. It's like Dragon Fight or Dragon... Dragon Dispute. He's in Beastmaster 2? I didn't know that. I'm going to have to rewatch that one. Don't remember that there was a Beastmaster 2. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah, Dragon Fight, 1990. Oh. Wow. Cool. There's a drunk uh, uncle oh, There's a drunk God. drunk uncle in there that just drinks beer constantly. There's like three and drunk uncles in here right now. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I'm not drunk yet. But there be more ghosts at Pike Place. We're all going to get take some shrooms and, and go find them later tonight. Uh, he was nephew of the original architect. And he helped his uncle from 1918 to 1941, and he had the job of market director, so he'd look down on all the peons from oh. up above and the, on the lower levels. Lording over his kingdom of mm-hmm. thrown, thrown salmon and produce. <laughs> <laughs> but now it's the Goodwin Library, his old office, is in, and it's used as a meeting room, but his silhouette is seen in, in, from afar, still swinging a golf club and, and looking at all his minions. Was he known for... Driving golf balls off the market into the sound or something. I, I guess so. Yeah. I mean, that would be kind of fun mm-hmm. up on that bluff there. Yeah, if there that's, wasn't that's buildings what I did. Now. That's what I did when I lived across from the uh, the kids at the YMCA camp. I'd, when they're out in the oh, canoes, yeah. I'd practice my hit my golf shot. balls at them. Yeah, yep. <laughs> well, they deserved it. They were, they were loud as shit. Yeah. Well, when he lived out on the, it was like literally, yeah, just a inlet, and we'd have a danger boat and whatever, and there would just be like a hundred kids in rowboats and kayaks shrieking at pretty much all hours of the day. God damn! You're out well, there. Yeah, you're, you're trying you're, to fish and shit. And yeah, you're out on the water. That sound travels pretty fucking mm-hmm. pretty far. There's also the ghost of the fat lady butcher. That's like, oddly the, specific. Like, was this a person Large that, butch, that butchered fat ladies, yeah, or was like, it a fat like, lady like, that like, uh, What is it? The, uh, the fat lady the butchered girl annihilator. Yeah. Uh, so the she lived in the 1950s, and she would sing her meat customers to sleep. <laughs> That's no, no, I don't like that. <laughs> 
Hello, meat customer. <laughs> well, it's she just probably meat that's puppet she, songs. That's too. how she gets her meat. She lulls you to sleep and then you know, <laughs> yep. on the top of a bucket and a mop and an illustrated book about birds. <laughs> 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 shit, 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 shit. Then after they were asleep, she'd rob them, of course. Uh, As you do. Mm-hmm. But before it was all fixed up in the 1970s, she fell through the floor and died. Hell yeah. Mm-hmm. What? <laughs> she fell through the floor and died. Yep. How? Because she's fat. Floor broke. That's fucking body shaming, first of all. <laughs> floor break, women fall. <sighs> it was in that bad It happened shape. at the Victory Lounge the last night we were open, man. Yeah, but... Because ten people fell in a fucking... Yeah, in a hole in, in, in a rotten... No. Bo- that's rotten boards and shit. You know, the market's made out of that good old... Doug Fur beam shit. You know, you go underneath where they have the comic book shop and uh, shit. That's some pretty. I'm sure they probably built one section of it out of fucking old road signs or something. Yeah, I mean, sure. No, like there was <laughs> the last night the Vic was open. Uh, like us next to the Vic is like a there's like that this blue house with a white columns. Office or whatever it yeah, is. It's the accountant office, and there's like uh, the whole front of that is just like old wooden decking. And there's like ten people smoking weed or something, like hanging out, passing the pipe around, and the whole thing just went. <laughs> And collapsed. <laughs> <laughs> they all fell in like a ten foot deep hole. Did uh, I found out yesterday? I was like somewhere in ancient uh, Germany. Where like, you found yourself in ancient Germany? Yeah, as okay. one does. But like the the Pope was having all sorts of problems. So you know they are well. It was like a big religious meeting. So they had like hundreds of, of people come and. They fell through the castle and into the cesspool underneath it. Oh, what God. The fuck? And like oh, 60 no. of the most important people. Of covered the, uh, in shit. Just, and died and oh, drowned, drowned in the shit. Drowned, drowned in shit. Drowned oh, in yeah. peasant shit. I think every, every, every uh, government needs that to happen every once a in a while. A good shit drowning? Yeah. yeah I'd like to see Ted Cruz drowning in shit. Oh, yeah. Fuck. Yeah. I always think like when like the craziest shit always happens when you're like, when you're high right yeah. like, or like you know like i don't do mushrooms that often but i did mushrooms today yay oh no the fucking and substation exploded or and there's a yeah, car crash today is the day that aliens chose to make <laughs> yeah, contact it's totally yeah it's always when you're like fucked up and then it's like oh no we all fell in a giant hole or like you know try a try, plane crash in front of me try eating a weed gummy and then watching a neil breen movie oh. no, no no i'm good thanks <laughs> oh yeah that, that was a hell of a deal too the new neil, neil breen movie because it's since it's all green screen Oh, it was. Oh, it's shit. Oh, nice. I mean, he, he still has it. He hasn't lost any offense. Oh, yeah. Fastball. He's even got a, a, a callback and a catchphrase, you know. Got to make this fair fight. Mm-hmm. Got to make this even fight or whatever it is. Yeah. He and he brought him. back the awkward hugging. And the, brought back the tiger, except for now it's a white tiger that turns into a lady. But also, oh. a lot of times, a tiger got an animated in a, ga- in a GameCube kind of like style <laughs> CGI. Nice. It's all about Cade, right? There's also a dance sequence. There's uh, kid, the kids were doing up. choreographed dance, and uh, he oh, kids were doing chore- did he dance? They're his disciples. He teaches them all Neil Breen kung fu. <laughs> I still don't uh, understand anything about. It. Well, I, like, but, it's, but it's isn't it Cade? It's like the it's, bat- it's Cade and Kale again. Oh, both of them. Okay. But yeah, Cade's uh, trying to From twisted pair. He's yeah. basically trying to make the. Uh, the Society of Evil Mutants, basically, but they're genetically experimenting on pretty much. I think they're supposed to be handicapped kids, aren't they? They were they're in that. No. They were in that bus that was actually like a SUV. They were going on a field trip, but they get in a wreck. And Neil Breen and Tiger, well, Neil Breen's fighting with Tiger Lady, but then hugs her and then comes and saves them, and then yeah. has them live at his castle. Yeah, love conquers Don't spoil all, it for him. It, it all sounds it's like unspo- you're having a stroke. It's anyway. unspoilable. <laughs> I'll watch it well, and be like... I mean, he has a castle, so he invites them to sleep there, but they don't want to go in the creepy room, so they just sleep on the floor in the entryway, mm-hmm. and then they start getting experimented upon. And just to make everything kind of match up, they, they did more work on that than just trying to find a, a room yeah on occasion yeah there'll be like uh, there's like a, a medical table like they're supposed to be strapped down they're supposed to be like extracting blood from them and stuff but it's green screen so they'll be like the person doing the extracting is normal person's eyes but the 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 green screen in person is like suddenly <laughs> the size of a small child it's way out of scale and they yeah. like yeah and then when they're outside at the burkus garden they're like 50 feet tall and yeah then all the other interior shots are like four feet tall every so. time they go outside there's the same canned bird chirping noise over and over mm-hmm. and over and over and over again is it just uh tommy was so <laughs> no, nah, that'd be kind of cooler. That'd been that'd been a great uh, callback or uh, uh, cameo. But mm-hmm. fuck yeah. Anyway, more ghosts. All everything's haunted there. Yeah, that's why I'd never buy any of that shit. Uh, especially at the Bead Emporium, if you need your anal beads. Bead Emporium. Uh, uh, there's a small ghost boy who lives there. <laughs> uh, when the store was re- uh, renovated, a basket of beads was found in the wall. 
and these walls hadn't oh. been opened up for years I, before. I thought you were going to say there was a kid that like choked to death on beads mm-hmm. in the wall, like but, like behind the lap and plaster, or like uh, yeah. like clipped into it, like it's a fucking Bethesda video. Well, it's like Spooky was talking about when they pulled down the wall and the you know the part where they got the wood Sasquatch, kind of mm-hmm. that atrium. They pulled down the wall. Uh, behind where the mini donuts stand was, and the rats had built pretty much an ant farm out of mini donuts. <laughs> it was just the whole wall was stuffed with mini donuts, and they kind of had tunnels shoot through there with like ca- occasional dead mummified rats that had been, you know, lived their whole Sweet. lives in the in the donut kingdom. Fuck yeah, dude. Yeah. Oh, spooky. Uh, our our buddy, uh, he he like he was a janitor there for a number of years. Yeah, he's the guy that generally on Halloween provides us with the uh, the theme song yes. remixes. Yep. We'll probably just reuse that. Yeah. Well, he's. He's not gonna. I don't he's think he's gonna have a chance to uh, record yeah. Yeah, this year. He's in a new living situation now. Uh, I don't think he's gonna have time. But anyways, oh yeah. <laughs> so Ghost Boy was hoarding the beads. That's, sure. that's scary. These are like the least threatening ghosts. I think you could come on. Give me like a. Well, the Ghost Boy also visits the marionette shop for oh, even maximum creepiness. Mar- scarier okay, than the That's this is what I'm here for. Some Chucky shit. Right into my vein. Uh, there is also Sheila's magic shop. Uh, is, it, is that the actual magic shop that's still there with all the... Maybe. It's the know. magic shop from Pee-wee's Big Adventure. Mm-hmm. It's like... Large Marge sent me. Pretty much the only magic shop I've ever seen in real life. You don't yeah. really run into a lot of magic shops. Not so. anymore. What, there used to be like a lot of them? You go to the magic district <laughs> to get all your... Day. Magic shop on every the, corner. The magic, no, out, magic like outlet. Starbucks are just inside the grocery store. Get a second second stringer, uh, you know, that flame, flame cotton shit, but it's like oh yeah, uh, not authorized for use in the United States or something, but they, <laughs> they you know, sell it to you under the table. like Imported, imported fla- uh, whatever, flash paper. Made out of endangered species somehow. <laughs> so, Baby penguin fur. Uh, inside the magic shop, uh, there's a crystal ball, and there inside the crystal ball is a ghost. Madam yeah. Nora. She first haunted Pharaoh's treasure shop before she settled in Sheila's. They saw the seashore at the treasure shop. What the Probably point? not. Uh, so Secondhand store, I think. Pharaoh's that- first got it from an old cursed woman who wanted <laughs> it, who wanted to trade it for a scarab. Old cursed woman <laughs> that wanted to trade it for a scarab. <laughs> yep. <laughs> but so, the old woman warned the shop that the crystal ball was haunted by Madame Nora, uh-huh. and the, no- the owner said, "I don't believe you," and just accepts the trade. And yeah, I don't. Gives believe, her a I don't believe her either. Although I am imagining uh, the only person I've ever met named Nora is uh, is uh, my daughter's friend who's fucking three years old. Yeah. So I'm imagining uh, she's like the wee yeah. girl. Yeah. <laughs> three year old. Oh, that makes it, that makes fucking... it all cute and shit. Yeah, right. I'm but. also picturing like you know the scarab came from like Rick McConnell after he fought Emotep to get it. And shit. Oh, yeah, like, totally. Uh, right away, weird shit happened. Stuff would move in the middle of the night. Yeah, it's rats. Uh, so the Pharaoh shop uh, traded the crystal ball to Sheila's. The Pharaoh shop? Yeah. Well, that was the treasure shop. Oh, so yeah. we got Pharaoh's treasures. Scarabs. Yep. Scarabs. So there's got to be like probably a, a unicorn in here somewhere. Oh, yeah. You're hitting like all the fucking nursery rhyme mm. vibes. Yep. Uh, all the little boy in the wall and the crystal but ball. But Madame Nora ran the Temple of Destiny. Sure. Is that superheroes? Which was one of the first, first fortune-telling places in the in the... Pike Place. So, oh, it also sells guitar picks too. <laughs> awesome. Mm-hmm. Yep. The fuck. <laughs> also, there's a Greek, or was back in the day, a Greek deli uh, owned by Mister D. So I, I pity the Pegasus. But I pity the fool. The owner tells of ghosts fighting downstairs in his freezer. Yeah, it's homeless people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, at Shakespeare and Company bookstore, the same book would always be on the floor when they came in in the morning. Okay. Did they ever pick it up? Yeah. They would always put it back and then it'd always, always be there. on the floor. Oh, okay. All right. It's just Danarchy fucking with them at night. <laughs> yeah. No shit. Yep. Uh, and over and over they would do it, but finally they just destroyed the book. That'll teach you the book. Mm-hmm. That's it, how you piss the fucking ghost was off. Was it the dude? one about the, like, the gay penguins or something? Yeah, probably. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess we'll have to get really fucked up and go to the market at I'm night. I'm going to need to be even remotely concerned about any of this shit. Like I said, these are the least, oh, no, not a little boy and some beads. Mm-hmm. We'll get some more mushroom capsules, and then uh, we'll, Danarchy can let us in late at night. I mean, just go walk you around You want to get ourselves. spooked out. You just hang out in the area around Pike Place Market <laughs> yeah, late dude. at night. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you don't yeah. have to worry about the ghosts. you got to worry about so, the hepatitis needle something's going to stick you in the eye with. <laughs> yep. Don't go anywhere. How the West was fucked will be right back. 
Line Railroad or take the chairlift to fabulous Ghost Town and the Mile High Fun Park. Ride all the rides as often as you like. One admission price includes all rides and entertainment. Every minute is action-packed as you experience the excitement of the Old West. Ghost Town offers a day of fun and thrills for the entire family. See all the shows, ride all the rides for one admission price. Get set for the greatest in family entertainment. Hurry to Ghost Town in Maggie Valley, North Carolina, where the fun never stops. Hi. Never thought I'd want to do a commercial, but here I am. For members-only jackets. Why? Because when I put one on, something happens. They feel fantastic, the colors are great, and all those different styles, absolutely terrific. They go anywhere, anytime, but it's only authentic if it says members only right here. I really believe in them, so should you. Uh, moving on to South Pass City again. Oh, goody. Tony's favorite. Yep. South Pass City. Wait, is that the one you lied to me about? Yes. Yep. Fuckers. <laughs> but I assure you, this is all true. This mm. part. Uh-huh. Yep. I don't even think <laughs> South Pass City's real. Nope, it's not. Uh, but the Bartlett's were there. Yep. Polly, a.k.a. the murderess of Slaughterhouse Gulch. So that's kind of a banger of a name. Uh, she's reported to be the first serial killer in Wyoming. It's kind of hard yeah. to be a serial killer in Wyoming because you have to... Kill the two people in one town and then drive 50 miles to yeah, the next Yeah, you pretty much have to town. commute to Montana to kill people. All yeah. right, South Pass City's real. Yep. Is it? Uh, I uh, bef- Before we go any further, I was, uh, y- you've heard you've heard this dude, uh, Bob Menendez, right? The the fucking yeah, the senator that's gold, got gold. Senator Goldbar. The gold bars That he and got shit. from the Egyptians. Speaking of scarabs and shit from yeah, the Egyptians. Yeah, yeah, right? Um, I, was, uh, I was listening to some podcasts and they're talking about him and how much of a fucking piece of shit he kind of always has been. And uh, the one of the guys is like, yeah, if you ever get a second, just Google uh, Bob Menendez's wife pants. Oh, the jeans? Yeah. yeah, isn't that some weird shit? Jesus Christ. Yeah. And? Yeah. <laughs> Why? I don't uh, know. See, that's scarier than your fucking mercantile ghosts. You're, I mean... Are they reverse chaps? I what? don't know. You're far too old to be wearing those, lady. Yeah, I'm much too young to feel that damn... I, I'm not even to try to... <laughs> Anyways... That, that, I, when I opened my phone to see if South Pass City was real, that's why I was like, and oh, yeah. You said you saw way too much upper thigh of a 60-year-old <laughs> yeah. woman. Exactly. So in the 1860s, the town was a booming, South Pass City, and there's also Atlantic City right next to it. Uh, Polly and her father Jim Atlantic or John City. or Steve. Why the fuck? It's nowhere near Atlantic. Well, it's it's right on the South Pass, so maybe the, if you take a piss on one side of the ridge, it flows to the Atlantic. If you take a piss on the other side, it's the Pacific. So. No, sir, I don't like it. Anyway, uh, it was her father, Jim, or John, or Steve, yep. who ran the inn. I'm serious. Yeah, I'm, I could find... This is one of those uh, those tales where, once again, uh, a, lot of, a lot of gaps to be mm. filled. <laughs> yep. Uh, wealthy men would stay over. Mm-hmm. Uh, Polly would cook them up a steak. And a cracker, and serve them up a whiskey, all laced with arsenic. Sweet. Yep. Mm-hmm. Then she and her pa would rob them and bury them up. Yep. Because uh, once again, they had an inn. The, well, in the trapdoor system. Oh, if the trapdoor oh, system. Like the benders, yeah. Just yep. like the benders. Except for it sounds like the benders cleaned out theirs more often, because <laughs> apparently these guys pretty much got caught because it stank so fucking bad. Mm. Oh Jesus! Yeah, you gotta have you gotta you need your your uh, what do you call it, drainage system cleaned yep. out. You gotta get it jetted once a year. Mm-hmm. And when asked about these disappearances, the Bartlett's would just say, oh, outlaws or Indians got them. Yep. <laughs> Definitely o- was, not us. It, it was other kids. Yep. As they're wearing, like, dude's watch. <laughs> so, Polly and her pa started this scam in Ohio. They robbed Lewis Nichols for $4,000, and then they start their hotel in South Pass City with this money. But when they killed Theodore Fountain, who was the son of the rich mine owner, Bernard Fountain, they call in the Pinkertons to oh. track down his son. Bernard so. Fountain. You know what their ancestors used to do? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Pee up in the air. Like, <laughs> on themselves. Straight up. Uh, once the Bartlett's uh, found out the Pinkertons were after them, they abscound with their loot. Abscound, huh? Yep. And, of course, the authorities get there and unearthed 22 bodies on their property, and a price was put on their heads. Uh, Ed Ford, whose brother was murdered by the Bartlett's, went after him, and a reward was offered by the mine owner, Daddy Fountain. Mm-hmm. Don't say daddy. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want a little little cherubic uh, Robert Zadar peeing in a fountain. You want a daddy. Daddy fountain. Yep. Daddy fountain. 
I feel daddy is fountain. A month later, Ford shoots Paul Bartlett and captures Polly. And then that night in the South Pass City Jail, Otto Kalkhorst. <laughs> he was a German who worked for the Really? For the was mines. he a German, Will? Maybe. <laughs> he worked for the fountain mines, and he shoots Polly through the jailhouse window and kills her dead. Oh man! Here's oh, suppose, supposedly what Polly looks like, but nobody can actually. Prove I mean, that that's, that's that's fucking uh, Olive Oatman, dude. Or and Emily Dickinson, or yeah. <laughs> or uh, what's uh, Lincoln's wife, Mary Todd? Oh, Mary Todd, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Otto wasn't charged because the lady judge. Remember this? This is the first lady judge. Yep. Oh shit! Oh, Esther sh- Morris wanted to put the whole thing behind him and put the case to rest, but. This story first appears only 100 years after the fact in a 1963 Real West magazine. Yep, which those are always totally true and not fucked yep. up at all. That's yeah, why they put Real West. It's Real West. Yeah, Real West. West. And uh, local historians say it's all BS. So we already fooled you again. But this is a real story that's made up. It's a real, fi- it's a real story that I we didn't up. make up, right? <laughs> you didn't make up for me, you bastards. But see, the thing is, uh, like, when he showed me this... I was looking it up, and then, it, of course, they mention, um, in the one article, they do mention the Benders, and then there's also, along with the Benders, there was the Kelly family in Kansas that were also doing the kind of murdery hotel thing, mm-hmm. uh, so it might have been kind of based off that, you know, like, people oh, in Wyoming right. are bored. Everybody's got their own, like, uh, yeah. local story that's, it's ostensibly right. the same well, thing. Well, except but... for the, the, the Kelly family was real. Oh, okay. Um, and they actually had a posse chase them down and fuck them up. In fact, one of them broke, their, broke her neck while they were riding away from the posse, and then I think they all got hung but they only killed like 11 people so oh yeah just 11 that's half that's half of 22 Mm -hmm. and then there was another one i didn't get a chance to look up called the staffelback family that were also out of kansas so uh and you had uh between 1887 and 97 you had at least three families of serial killers in kansas so i guess the point is don't fuck with kansas i think another one further back east like in iowa or illinois too at about the same time but also where was uh, what was uh hh holmes doing at that that was the 1893 World's Fair. Yeah, but that was Chicago. York, Chicago. Chicago, yeah. yeah. But uh, you want to rehash the real version of that, too, from the Kennedys, from the uh, Clay Ellison? We probably talked about it a little bit before. Yeah, I mean, it's... Or we can skip it. It's one of those things where I keep on... Half the things I say say it was Clay, and then half of it is like, well, it was just a bunch of fucking masked vigilantes, but... That doesn't mean it wasn't Clay, and it actually probably was, because if there was some shit going on where he yeah. was around. And he may or may not have fought somebody naked in a, in a yeah. grave with a right. knife fight. Well, and he cut off the one dude's head, but there's a lot of shit claiming that it's like this dude, but it, there's nothing that indicates to me that it was this dude, because wasn't the guy's head on the pole? That was to prove a point for something. That might have been this guy. Was it? Yeah. But so that's, it I, probably wasn't Clay that uh, was riding the horse around when his head popped off. But he definitely was the one that went to the ho- uh, the hotel or the bar and said, you got to put this on your fence. And just to keep Clay from getting drunk and riding his horse into there, they, they obliged him. But they put him on the fence post furthest away. Do you remember when we talked about that one? Yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I guess we're, well, we're, we're, tell- tell- we're, yeah, we're telling the story without telling the story. <laughs> so, I, I do we remember, already told the story. Yeah, I remember the Clay Ellison situation where they had the, the fucking head on a pike, right? To Yeah, but do you remember why? I thought it was to like... to. I thought I thought it was like a symbol to be like, don't come around here, we'll fucking fuck you up if well, you try to pull some nonsense. It ostensibly was the head of, uh, what's the fucking dude's name again? Charles Kennedy. Charles Kennedy. Charles Kennedy, that's right, yeah. Yeah. So, but that's the thing is he had uh, uh, killed at least a few people, but like the one that kind of the straw that broke the camel's back is they were doing the same thing where you set up a little trading post and you, you know, oh, hi, traveler, you want some beans? And then bonk him or shoot him or whatever. Sure. But um, his little son was sitting there, and there's this guy passing through, and he's like, oh, so, son, you know, you see any Indians around here? He's like, well, yeah, can't you smell the one under the floorboards? Mm-hmm. And he's like, oh, that's not cool. <laughs> like, And so uh, I yeah, think... Kennedy gets mad, and uh, actually he kills his son by throwing him against the fireplace. Yeah. And what the fuck? Of course, kills the traveler. And then the mother didn't like that. No. <laughs> and uh, while. And I she, don't like that. She gets to escape because he locked her in a room because uh, Kennedy uh, drinks himself into a stupor. It's the best way to stand guard. Yep. Yeah, no shit. Get off to a strong start and then pass out for three days. Yep. And then she gets back into town. Uh, I forget which town, Elizabeth Town. It's, it's somewhere in north of New Mexico. But uh, Clay Allison helps lead the mob to go get Kennedy. Uh, uh, allegedly. Allegedly, along with uh, uh, wasn't it uh, was it uh, 
Davy Crockett's Yeah, Davy Crockett's grandson, yeah, or, or nephew or something. But anyway, uh, so they take him into trial, and then, of course, they lynch him later and then drag his body around. Well, I, I, from what I gathered, they didn't even bother hanging him. They just kind of drug him around until his head popped that's up. That's right. That's right. <laughs> they, yeah, yeah. They uh, they tied the tied the rope around his neck, right? And yeah. they drug him around behind a horse. Yeah. And, t- and then his head came off, and then they stuck it on a pike. And if I remember right, I think I looked up the area, and there's like a fucking restaurant or something there now mm-hmm. where it used to be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because I think I, the bl- I, bloody head bar and grill. This was this was back in the the Zoom days, and I think you and I like looked over the menu, and we like kind of had. Oh a, yeah, we had yep. a whole situation where we were like, oh fuck yeah, I'd, I'd eat uh, that. Well, yeah, because we'd been locked in our own apartments, <laughs> yeah, that's right, eating nothing but mac and cheese and vodka for weeks. Yep, oh, chicken God. fried decapitated head. You I really, I really, really want. Well, I had those dino nuggets that made me barf. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I really want a chip, and I'm going to eat this. I'm going to fucking regret oh, it. You, you waited long. Yeah, you waited long enough to have it freshly. Basilia. Yep, that's the look. <laughs> oh God! You want to talk about little people next? Sure. Which ones? Uh, well, uh, mostly the crow little people is what I found. Uh, the, but dwar- the the strong as a dwarf dwarfs. Mm-hmm. Yep. Cool. But, <laughs> but I, I figure it's not like it's. Well, it's like oh, these dumb savages. It's like no, well. Do, you, do we really think Paul Bunyan is real? But we still have no. the stories. I was looking up a bunch of him and uh, Pecos Bill and John Henry the other day, and I guess I didn't realize about John Henry, because they always uh, depict him as like racing like a steam drill, through, like literally like hammering his way through a mountain, which is ridiculous. Nobody's hammering. that. What, what you were hammering was the fucking thing where you're putting dynamite in the holes. Mm-hmm. Oh. You know, like, we're, like we're talking about like Paul Engels doing the thing where you... Hit it with a hammer and you turn the uh, chisel thing. So yeah. it's like a drill. Yeah, that's what John Henry was doing. Mm-hmm. So he, that means he would have had to have like a, bu- I thought a buddy. He was a steel driving man. I thought he, he was, was driving. He's driving steel. Oh, okay. Into the, making boreholes for dynamite. Oh, I was imagine him like hitting fucking like you know hammer and ties, like railroad ties. Later on, he got he got uh, he got co-opted, uh, co-opted like, yeah. into that. It's when he met like fucking Pecos Bill because he, after he got done driving steel in the mountains and beat the steam engine and. I mean, the story was he died beating the steam engine, but somehow he went out west after that, after he, you know, died famously, and was working on the railroad because <laughs> he had a hammer, so he's already got job security hey, perfect for, for the freed freed slave turned corpse steel driving man that met <laughs> freed the freed slave turned corpse that met the uh, fictional guy that you know rides a horse named Widowmaker that fucking uh, uh, ropes tornadoes and um, and his wife. Rides a catfish, and then she ends up on the moon. Like you do. Because no, mm-hmm. nobody did any drugs in the <laughs> olden days when they're writing these stories. But uh, like you said, a lot of tribes have stories of little people. Yes, almost all of them. Uh, the Umatilla called them stick Indians. Yep, which I I, uh, I used to know the, well, I, I'm sure I'd pronounce it bad, but they're at the actual Umatilla word for it. Oh, like, cool. Uh, 1804, Lewis and Clark stayed with some Sioux at the junction of the Vermilion and Missouri Rivers in South Dakota there, so they went to check out their spirit mound. Mm-hmm. That was the mountain of little people Which for... for I, didn't I... I sent you an article on that a couple of years ago, didn't I? Oh, probably, yeah. but... Of course, uh, Lewis writes, they're devils, mm-hmm. D-E-A-V-A-L-S, devils. You gotta remember, oh, Lewis, yeah, right, yeah, Lewis yeah. Clark could not spell for shit. Oh, no, I, I'm, I'm, I'm now remembering. We were pretty drunk when we did that series, but <laughs> yep. uh, uh, the thing that sticks out in my mind anytime someone's, if anyone that is like, well, Lewis and Clark, blah, 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 all I can imagine is like water millions. <laughs> yep. Water millions, and they can never, they never spell the word bear the same way twice. <laughs> I've never, I didn't know there were so many ways to misspell the word bear with only ostensibly four letters, but Holy they shit. do it. There's a seven and since in this you're, one. You're yep. getting chased by them just about every day. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Well, everybody always thinks about Lewis and Clark. I think a lot of the general populace thinks of, of them like, like there's some kind of like academics or like, Scholarly, like Indiana Jones types, they're not. They're, they're, no. they're army guys. Yeah, they're both yeah. fucking army guys. Yeah, we are not known for you well, know our, our glowing the, intellect in most cases. You know, no. well, and if you want, if you want to get a, a good uh, idea of who these fuckers were, like go back and listen. We got like a five part series, uh, but like, well, we got the standalone where all it is, like you know, its core discovery was specifically just talking about their syphilis. Yeah, remember that was yep. one of the earlier ones. Well, and then uh, w- uh, which one of them went crazy and fucking killed himself? Lewis. Lewis, Lewis yeah. well, yeah, yeah double tapped himself somehow. Yeah, somehow, totally wasn't the lady that runs the hotel. Or, yeah. The grinder, the grinder. Yep, another person that probably killed people and right. stole, stole from. 
But anyway, they're devils. Yep. Had very large head and 18 inches high, about the size of a. So he average saw mix. this or he's like. Well, that's what he's writing. He should have caught one and sent it back to Tommy Jeffs like yeah. he did with Prairie Dogs. Oh, these are very small people. But yeah. 18 inches is about the size of a mare's cock, anyway. So. <laughs> yep. yep. Lori Ingalls Wilder's mare's cock. Mare's cock. They were probably fucking Prairie Dogs. It was like, oh, these, oh, li- yeah. these little yeah. people that are yelling at each other. <laughs> yep. Uh, the Sioux said they carried sharp arrows. Mm-hmm. And could hit from a long distance and killed anybody who tried to approach their mound. One of the kids in our reservation dogs get shot with a little people arrow. Oh, mm-hmm. shit. Yep. And then he just pulls it out of his neck and goes, ow, and says, what the <laughs> fuck, and throws it away. <laughs> yep. Uh, basically, what I think is these are all masturbating spots. Anytime. Oh, yeah, the, don't the tri- go around there. Yeah, the tribe says, don't go up to that mountain. That's that's where the chief jacks off. Well, it's, that's like, my well, guess. it's like the experience we've all had, you know, where you're on the middle of the woods and there's just always some, in any, in any body of woods, anywhere in at least this country, you look hard enough, you will find some porn. Oh, you, I, you, 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 I know you had the fridge full or something. I, no, dude, I've talked on this a couple of times. There was a there was a fridge full, there was an oven full, and this this is the three that I can remember off the top of my head. And there was a dryer full. It's like I love the, all the appliances out there, dude. Woods, I'm not fucking around. Like we used to go run around in the woods. I, I grew up on the Olympic Peninsula, man, out out in the the foothills right before you get to the Olympic Mountains. And like you go stomping around in the fucking woods out there yeah, on like Forest Service roads. There's just like anywhere that there's like a Forest Service road ends, there's a pile of garbage that some redneck has dumped out, and there's always appliances. And well, every fucking time, one of those appliances is full of porn. Well, and it's the, incredible. The, the most disconcerting one is there's always that stained mattress. Yeah. And I don't like to think about what happens on that stained mattress at yeah. the end of the dirt road. Yeah. Don't look under my tarps. No. Yeah. <laughs> fucking. But yeah, like, Bait so you, what you're saying, though, is it's the mound. So, like, the chief is like, you know, don't go over there and little people get, but it's actually just where he keeps his penthouse. Yep. Yep. His fucking Easy Rider magazine right. like stuffed in a hole in the ground. Uh, but the, the crow, uh, their little people live on, uh, in the prior mountains in Montana. Okay. Which, uh, I, I'd never been, but I had to look it up. It's just north of the Bighorns on the other side. Yeah, it's named Montana. after Richard Pryor. Yep. But it's pretty, pretty cool. A lot of canyons and, and weird, different type of mountains too. So it's coming out of like, you basically, if you drive like straight north from Ten Sleep, if there was a road that went straight north? Uh, kind of near the Bighorn Canyon, but a little bit west, I think. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I don't. I don't think there's. It's all reservation land. I don't. There's no. Oh. Real highways that go through it. Anyway, and they said the petroglyphs are from the little people there too. Well, there's a way to test that. Are <laughs> oh, they? Yep. Are they at normal people height? Or yeah. Are they all that. Yeah. Like, how big are the petroglyphs? <laughs> and of course, the little the, little diminutive handprints on the walls. Uh, of course, the crow version is slightly different. Their little people have perfectly round bellies because they drink Schlitz. Ah. Like Mitchell. <laughs> Hey, watch this. Pretty, pretty much just picturing like indigenous version of Chucky. Mm-hmm. But uh, strong, short arms. Yeah. Well, that they have the colloquialism, strong as a dwarf. Exactly. And then it's meant to be like, oh man, do you see like that guy's yoke? Oh yeah, hell, he's strong as a dwarf. Okay. Mm-hmm. Because in, in their thing, like they can like fuck up a horse and stuff. They're like, oh, okay, uh, all right. They're little powerhouse motherfuckers. Sweet. Yep. And they feed entirely on meat and have sharp teeth. Mm-hmm. They're oh, you know what they are? They're like the things that uh, they call Grignac on Galaxy Quest. Oh yeah, they're the like little, the little yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, oh, yeah they're so cute. Guys. I was thinking more like uh, Ghoulies. Yeah, like <laughs> Ghoulies only they don't come like, out the toilet. Uh-huh. Oh, Ghoulies too is the best one though. Yes, that's my favorite one. Yes. So the crow would make an offering to him every year at the Medicine Rocks, which is near Ekalaka. Hmm. Hmm. I love a good Ekalaka. Who doesn't? Hmm. Uh, so the prior mountain little people stole children, food, tobacco, and medicine, or anybody who tried to play a trick on them. Uh, oh, oh, anybody who tried to play a trick on them, the whole family would get killed. Why are you going to, well, they do not fuck around. No, no. they don't. <laughs> also, why are you out there trying to play tricks on the little people anyway? Not you got to kind of be a dick. Yeah. And I don't know. Well, they've, they've, you know, the policy of, of killing after, after being played a trick on like that happened over like eons yeah but what counts as a trick is like hey i got your nose or are they tying their shoelaces together right. or like leaving upper deckers or what, what's playing a trick on them well it's a it's an oral tradition so we just can't know oh mm. well you go there at the ecolaca and ask somebody <laughs> that's why i call it oral tradition uh so uh they would also give blessings and spiritual insight to people too so they're like gurus yeah but you can't go to the prior mountains because they would kill you there but if you go to the medicine rocks then then he could kind of summon them is it like consecrated ground like you can't fight in the churchyard mm-hmm. type situation but often highlander they, rules right yeah but often they would transform into animals to teach you things though what 
Like, here's how you be a coyote. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, one young crow boy went there. He said uh, little persons told him to... Kill your parents. That actually, now the crows could go through the mountains, but only through the pass there. But they also had to shoot arrows as they walked as a tribute to the little people. Uh, so this is now called uh, Prior Gap. That's a weird tribute. You're just kind of doing a low-grade drive-by mm-hmm. in their home turf. <laughs> but the uh, the crows still call it uh, Hits with Arrows. Okay. Yeah. Well, and there's, I think, is it a Cantlin painting where, I think it's Northern Cheyenne depicted as like a... Uh, it's it's dubious that people would do this because why would you? But in order for like a good hunt, you'd like sacrifice a perfectly good arrow by shooting it into a rock and having it pretty much splinter and explode. Okay, I don't see people actually doing that though. But that's one of the things white people said that. Oh, look at these. That's so, yeah, yeah. That sounds like a fucking toxic masculinity I, I th- thing. I think like a tough guy thing. I think fucking, whatever. I think it was Cantlin. I, I know I have a painting of it in one of my books somewhere. But I, I everything I've read about it, like historians and stuff, they're like, nah, nobody, nobody would waste that shit waste like that. No. Uh, little people were part of their Sundance too. So any Sundance lodge built was actually owned by the little people. Oh, that's. Uh, and, uh, you have a three-week lease. Right. Timeshare. Do your business and get the fuck out of here. <laughs> and they would judge the dancers. Oh, wow. Like 7.5. America's Got Talent. Ooh, I don't like it. <laughs> Do the robot. <laughs> and if the dancers were sincere, uh, they would give them visions and insight. Well, wasn't that kind of part of the point of the Sundance anyway? Because mm-hmm. you're dancing literally till you drop and the skewers rip from your flesh. Yeah. And, yeah. And you you're have bound to eat and drink water in three days. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, especially like I like the uh, the Mandan one where you know you, you you can quit by crawling outside of the Earth Lodge, but there's like always a couple old men sitting there waiting to chop, chop off a couple fingers. of your fingers. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Uh, chief Plenty Coup was the last great war chief yeah. for yeah, the Crow because he got plenty of coups. Huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah, coups, coups. At age nine, he uh, his uh, brother was killed by Lakota, so he goes out alone and fasts. And had a vision. Oh, I thought you were going to say he was going to do some straight up fucking Liam Neeson shit <laughs> at the age of nine. Uh, but he did have a vision that he met, uh, meets the little people, and they take him to the Spirit World Lodge. And the chief uh, said, uh, "Literally, well, just picturing the Black Lodge from Twin Peaks and mm-hmm. little the little person that lives there. And, that gum you like is coming back in style. You know, like <laughs> that speaks backwards. Oh, yeah. yeah, I was thinking about the Great Wolf Lodge, and there's like a big. It's like yeah. a hotel, the giant indoor water park. Mm-hmm. Yep." Great Spirit Lodge. Yep. Yep. Yeah. You can go there and reenact the, the wizard. Well, he is. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> he touched my, he uh, touched my breasts. Uh, but the little chief uh, told Plenty Coup that he would be chief someday, someday, and to develop his willpower to prepare for this. So uh, he just, like, cuts a piece of chocolate cake, sets it on the table in front of him, <laughs> just <laughs> mean mugs it. <laughs> chocolate cake for breakfast. Slaps himself. You're, you're too fat. You're too fat. Uh, he had a second vision at age 11. Uh... First, so first he tries to go out and have another vision and walks all the way to the crazy mountains. Oh, I know where that. That's out beside Big Timber, mm-hmm. where uh, you can go to the fort and buy a fucking Barrett fifty cal and a, a Jesus cross made out of barbed wire for your mantle. <laughs> America, oh. I just want a pewter dragon with a fucking they crystal don't, ball. They don't have a lot of that shit. It's all it's almost all old west themed. Uh, okay, but it's like it's like it's literally called the fort. Uh, it's a gas station. It's a gas station called the Fort. Oh, it's like the gas station we stopped at that where uh, Brett got his fucking Harry Potter knife. It's oh. it's actually right down the road from there. That was in uh, Livingston. Livingston. This is yeah, this okay. is. I don't think we stopped in Big Timber. I, now I stop there all the time because I stay at the hotel that comes with a cat. Like if you leave your hotel room open and just a cat wanders in, it's like the hotel cat. But uh, all shirts sold have wolves on but them. But the the fort, yeah. it, it literally by law. <laughs> there's like a gun store. Like a good half of it's a gun. Store. There's more guns in that truck stop. Than there is in any gun store in Seattle at yes. any given time. <laughs> and then on the other end, it's like, you know, potpourri in a boot or, you know, just like yeah. old old lady farm cowboy shit. Okay. And then they do have a lot of like local uh, like pepperoni sticks and stuff that are really good. Oh. And they're cheap. For, Not what I thought you were going to say. Oh, I, got, got, I bought some uh, elk. Elk pepperoni sticks there last time, and it was like only like seven bucks for like pound and a half of them. Fuck so, yeah. yeah, well they're made out of tourists because they also kill yeah. kill their. <laughs> well, it's right uh, forts right by the, where yep. they also make uh, the the uh, sharps rifle manufacturer. Like Shiloh Sharps is right kind of a kitty corner from it where they make reproduction sharps rifles oh. that cost you know three grand a piece. That you know, damn, wow. You pretend to be Quigley down mm-hmm. under. That's exa- that's literally who builds those. Yeah. Like it's literally they, they have ones called the Quigley. I bet. Yeah. yeah. Wow. 
Anyway, no luck in the crazy mountains. So he cuts off a fingertip as an offering. Oh, now he's in the Yakuza. Mm-hmm. So now he has another vision. A uh, buffalo man took him underground to the in in the prior mountains. Buffalo there. man, like a minotaur. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That'd be uh, cool. Uh, so he shows some buffalo coming out of a hole. But, oh, is, but then they disappear. Is that the ghost dance type stuff where mm-hmm. the buffalo come back? Well, like when he goes away and the buffalo comes back mm-hmm. and all your dead relatives come back? Well, actually, there's two holes, as yeah. you know. Uh, I, I know. Yep. So <laughs> one, the buffalo come out and they disappear, and then one, they come out and they don't. And he also sees himself as an old man by the medicine rocks, and all the trees were bl- blown down, but only one chickadee remained. What? And then a voice told him that the days of the Indian were ending, and white man would soon swarm the land like buffalo. Yeah. But the chickadee remained there because he was a good listener and develops his brain and survives by his spirits. Much like all you folks listening right now, yeah. you're yep. all very good listeners. You're all chickadees. <laughs> you made it this far. <laughs> so Plenty at goes back and asks the elders for advice, and they confirm the message and says, you know, survive yep. by your wits, which the crow do. Yeah. Sadly, by kind of helping by Whitey, joining Whitey, the army. <laughs> Whitey out. But, you know, that's why they have a nice big reservation. Well, there. yeah, because, well, because, like, they had gotten their land yoinked by the Lakota and Cheyenne mm-hmm. ways before that. So yep. if you can't fight the two of the most powerful big tribes, you just join the army and let them do the fighting for you, kind of. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's like the United States military in, uh, you know, the Middle East. It's like, if you, if you can't beat them, then, you know, just join the Taliban. Easy. Yep. Isn't that, that what happened? That one guy did, and then he <laughs> went to jail. Yeah. So. <laughs> so, and the crow do, and they survive. Um, but, uh, oh, yeah. Oh, actually, the place where Plenty Coup has his vision is now a state park that's named after him. Uh, what, what's the park called? Chief Plenty Coup. Oh, yeah. I think it's on the Montana side. I was going to say, isn't that kind of in the, yeah, the south uh, eastern corner down mm-hmm. there? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, by, uh, like, uh, kind of by Baker. Yeah, probably area. just a little little west of there. Entire blackberry pie by yourself. <laughs> Too much fiber. As I, I did that the other day. I hope I caught that on a microphone. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> uh, all right, this shit's going to get broken into two parts, uh, so we are going to say goodbye for now, but we will return with the second half of Spooky? Yeah. Howdy ween? Uh, howdy ween. Howdy ween. Uh, but until then, we're going to go out in a hail of little crow people fire. That's oh. That's, syphilitic that's some tiny, tiny arrows. Fuck you, Miles City. I want you to know it's over. Well. Bye. Yes.
said, whatever happened to my Transylvanian twist? It's now the mash. It's now the monster mash. The monster mash. And it's a graveyard smash. It's now the mash. It caught on in a flash. The monster mash. Yeah, it's the monster mash. Now everything's cool. Drag's a part of the band. My monster mash is the head of the land. For you, the living, this mash is meant to rule you when you get to my door. You tell them barley sent you. And you can mash. Yeah, you can monster mash. The monster mash. And it's a graveyard smash. And you can mash. It caught on in a flash. The monster mash. Yeah, you can monster mash. Say, say.